I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here, lace my life away. That's it. That's it. And it's such a Lord, it's a damn shame. I know. It's such a truer song to the construction industry. Isn't it? Well, basically just, you know, physical labor industry, any industry that, you know, blue collar, Mm -hmm. working away and and putting in hard days work. Yeah, it hits home. It hits home. Connected with a lot. Especially if you're labor based. Yeah. Or have been. You can like, it hits you in the feels. You get it. Yeah. And nothing moves without that labor based industry of any kind of. That's right. Uh, nothing right. everything would just screech to a halt i'm i'm purely sensitive to the labor base and i feel f- like being in the project management field that i've been in for eight years more so now i'm i feel for more of the labor guys when they're working like you see a guy and he sends you a quote he starts the job you get into the job and you're like he's way over his labor yeah you I know yeah you almost feel like you want to bring it up with them you wait for them to bring it up, but you feel for it, you know? And then at the same time, it's like, if you got some wiggle room, you try to work it out with them. Yeah. That's the business that we, you guys are in mostly. I'm not these days. I play uh, host now and I just create this platform for you guys, but. You were though, weren't you? No, I, I was. Yeah, I yeah. was. But I mean, like everyone keeps on asking me, you know, I haven't swung a hammer in a while. I'm swinging pens now and just uh, <laughs> editing and all kinds of stuff like that. That's but the fun stuff. I, I actually like it because I get to meet more people and sit down. And I think that you, you can't really know anybody on a, on a Instagram comment post or a like you can't really get a sense of who that person is or what they're all about or what their business is about. But sitting down for 90 minutes, you can get a, a very good idea of what that person's all about. And then enjoy their posts more later on. Totally. And you appreciate what's going on. Exactly. There, right? so, I feel for that too because I can't put my full focus on Instagram. I try. It's draining. Market. It's draining. Because, it's draining. And I don't want to say this like if I've got you know competitors out there who a lot of good guys in the Oakville, Burlington area, you know, like there's, it's an, I want to call it almost like incestuous group because we all use the same subtrades, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of like. There's a short pool, small. Yeah. Really. Yeah. The good framers, they are building some of the same homes for the for the the hummingbirds. The yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the uh, Chatworths, like those, those yeah. type of guys. So um, yeah, like when I go, and I'll see someone's post and they're competitive. It's like, you start being like, I don't want to watch this anymore. You know, it's like, it's, 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 it's somewhat, it's like they could be posting something that was three years ago. I think it's just, I think it's time now that everyone just start focusing back on the construction. Yeah. What's real? What's going on? Right. Yeah. I yeah. think is I'm not downplaying the socials. The social is valuable because it will attract clients and mm-hmm. it will kind of educate clients as well too, mm-hmm. but don't solely rely on it. You no. know what I mean? Definitely not. So that's, that's why it's, um, it's, we'll get into it. Mike. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. So, I'm fairless? excited to be here. Yeah, you yeah. said it. Okay, it. fairless. I want to yeah. make sure I got it right. It's like one out of a hundred that somebody says it right. So how do they pronounce it? Oh, I could go through a list of ways that people pronounce it, but you said it right. Fairlies. Yes, they do say that. <laughs> yeah, fairies, fartless. Fairies or fairies? Okay, I didn't even realize that. No, it looked to me. I look yeah. at it as like fairless, and same with praxis. Yeah. Right. Praxis yeah. building group. Uh, no, no. Let me just share the deets and then we'll get going here. Okay. So on IG, funny enough, at Praxis Build, uh, your website's www.praxisbuild.ca. And then to reach you is info at praxisbuild.ca. Yeah. 
that's and right. that's it. Let me do a quick shout out to I'm wearing uh, Sam and uh, Sam. Yeah, Sam and Rami's uh, Blue Sky Service T-shirt. That's what I'm wearing today. Um, and then I also want to just bring up a quick story about I was chatting with a GC, Toronto base, mm-hmm. and he called me and I, I, I chat with him <coughs> more probably on DMs or text messaging. But out of the blue, he was calling me, but we couldn't connect on a certain day. Mm-hmm. He called me. I couldn't answer. I called him. He couldn't answer. It was that whole phone tag for about four or five hours until we finally in the evening, early evening, we connected and we got talking. He goes, listen, man, something happened. He gave me this whole story. Went on and on and on and on and on. And he goes, I'm getting to the point, man. I'm getting to the point, right? And it was basically a good job that started turning bad and it was a small job that started small where it was just an addition then it was a revised permit revised permit revised permit all these revisions but he Mm -hmm. gave a price for the original scope and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden the client just kept on doing revision revision and changing all these things regular channels proper channels going to the city architect engineered all that stuff but the client just became overwhelming during the whole process they're talking about a job that should have taken months turned into years it became three plus years right so he kept on telling me the story and i and then he goes i'm getting to the point i'm getting to the point and it finally got to the point at the very end there where the client said well listen i think i saw a pamphlet where mike holmes is actually going to be in the neighborhood and they're going to be shooting some shows and i think i'm going to contact the Holmes group and i'm going to get them to walk through this property and see what problems they see and i just looked at him and i was just like are you kidding me man like really this is what you're going to do this is the the nail in the coffin kind of, and and he's done amazing work and i've mm-hmm. seen the work mm-hmm. and i just shook my head and we both laughed about it and i said did your client recently read the papers of what's currently going on with the homes yeah. group yeah and what's associated with that so yeah. i guess there's still value they're taking there. the houses right down haven't they yeah yeah so i'm like okay go <clears> ahead and go that route right yeah and terry owns really there to back them up right Another organized crime syndicate, which of is course. always great. I'm surprised there isn't a second like show spinoff from The Sopranos. Call it Terry on. It's just <laughs> government based, so it's a grab. You got to deal with it. Yeah, everybody's got to deal with we it. We got to deal with it. That's the yeah. problem. And I know that for years they've been trying to get into just a rental market, which they'll never succeed. Yeah. I don't think they will. You can still get a, like a sign off sheet through the municipality if you don't have it. I w- at one time didn't, and oh, you really? can get a sign off sheet that says it's a homeowner build. Yeah, because but it's a gray area now. It's they're a trying to attack area. people. They're yeah. trying to attack builders based on Municipalities that have taken it off. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. But, you know, stay behind your work and you'll never have to call them. It was good to chat with them and it was good to catch up and it was yeah. it was a nice little laugh out of that and I just said, okay, That's a sign. And I got to, yeah, I, I got to pick my battles on how many things I could talk about because it just becomes rant after rant after rant. And I, I rather focus on building this platform where it's like, let's educate the new kids coming into this industry to avoid all those pitfalls. Let's not scare them either. Yeah. And yeah. that's the other thing because I think we lose people from coming in and staying in. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. When did you switch over to Praxis? So yeah, you know, I was fairless contracting yeah. before uh, we did a full rebrand. I'd say it was, it, it took us like six months to build the rebrand. Um, Is that a big step to, Leave what you already started building and then all of a sudden identify and start a whole new brand. It was literally two years in the making. I say six months of the six months of actually doing the brand portion with a marketing company. Okay. But two years in the making of really trying to get our crew, which were labor based, including myself, into the management sector. Okay. So and the reason why it took two years is just like you just get stuck in these constant ruts of like not being able to get out of the labor base because that's all your clientele was coming to you for right so i was always still project manager of my guys managing my clients 
<clears throat> seeing over uh, uh, retainers and making sure statement of accounts are s- spread out, but I was spread thin to the point where it's like, you would never see me dress like this. This is track pants and raggedy clothes because I was running from one job to do some work, but then run into the office and then I'd have to like have a change of clothes in the back to go see a client. It's like, I just couldn't do it anymore like yeah. that. And uh, for a lack of better words, something went sideways and I had had enough. And we had enough money and it's like, let's just hold off. So we did this and it's been the best possible move we could do yet. It's a good name and there's yeah. a lot of meaning behind that word. That you, name, know the, right? you know the name. Yeah, the Greek yeah. origin and everything. Yeah, yeah. totally, right? Yeah. You're basically, correct me if I'm wrong, you're basically talking about taking theory and taking ideas that people present verbally yeah. or written form and making Make, it happen basically. Making it into reality. Yeah, that's yeah. So we is. take a concept from somebody, which is basically what the word means. Yeah. And we make them enjoy that concept right till finish. That is what we stand by now. We're all about customer appreciation, being there for the client, giving the correct answers. Like I'm not afraid to say no to somebody. Then if you've got a good client, they're going to rely on you. Yeah. You know, and that reliability, it's worth every penny that you're worth. So we're really trying to drive that home. Why is there such a disconnect on what clients think things cost and what reality really is? That's TV. Is that the sole? I don't want to go out and say it's, you know, the homes and the bombers. But, t- but, stuff, TV, but like, TV never, and, and correct me, I mean, like, that. I, I'm pretty sure that TV never divulged pricing. Yeah, they did. Well, Holmes did it one season on one show that he did where he started giving a grocery list of pricing on what everything costs. Then he started getting a bunch of backlash where a lot of home viewers were going, mm-hmm. that's just ridiculous. That's too expensive. I can't afford that. Why Why are you? And then he stopped doing that. HGTV they, did have. They started sharing all the numbers. They had a designer. And I'm going to say it was like Amer- it was like a destination show. So American show. Okay. <clears throat> it was HGTV though. And they would take a, you know, they would t- they go in, buy the house with the real estate agent. Actually, the Property Brothers did this stuff, too. Yeah. And they would, like, get to the end, and they would, like, start list Like, they would show the images of the finished products, and they'd start listing what it costs. I remember being, like, you know, f- no, I'm not, it wasn't fresh. It was, like, still, like, seven, eight years in the industry. I'm in, like, my 16th, 17th year now. And going, what? Where are those numbers coming from? Where are you getting these from? Yeah. You know, hardwood installs, 250 a square foot. They're based in $1.25. Like, like that's broad base. Like when you're talking 3000 square feet, we're talking huge gaps in numbers. Right. So I know that I got a little flack when Mikey was in here and I actually just point blank, ask him what's, what's the cost of a mid to high end four piece bathroom. And he said 35 and I agreed with him. And then all of a sudden some people are like, if you can't make it for less, I don't understand what you're doing wrong. And I'm like, for less, it's a four piece bath. There's a lot involved regarding that. When you're rerouting all new plumbing, Mm -hmm. all new electrical, Large format tiling, yep. the plumbing fixtures alone, and what's going on? Yeah, you are around there. Plumbing fixtures alone, you're like nine, ten grand. Yeah, yeah. So how is this unreasonable? But mm-hmm. you can't sell that. And it's like, I mean, you bring a bombler. I remember a year or two ago, he had an article in some sort of trade. I don't know if it was an HGTV magazine. He was like, you can get a bathroom done for eight grand. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you can. You can. I can. Around. I can drive a car with no engine in it either, and <laughs> I could buy that. But that doesn't work as yeah, well. Flintstone style. You yeah, cut exactly. out the floor and start so, running with your feet. You will always find somebody that will do it for far cheaper. Yeah, but I is agree. it the bathroom that that client wants when they're looking at social media? They're looking at pages and pictures and people were just saying those numbers don't jive. And you know, someone who's starting in the industry, they're going to go through those pains. 
they're going to realize that stuff quickly because they want to bite. They want the job. I, I remember what that we felt all said. Like. Yes. We all said yes. Everybody yeah. said yes. And, and you, I know you were in it, right? Yeah. And you said yes. I said you, yes all yeah, the time. Yeah. Sure, and, I'll do it. I'll eat that. And then how depressed were you when you went home? Now, I don't want to say depressed. How upset were you when you got home and you were like, I have to go to work tomorrow and I agreed to do something. And all of a sudden, the client's not the problem. You're the problem yep. because you're upset and you won't divulge what you're upset about. And that took a, that took, I had I'd hired somebody to teach me how it's like to have a, that conversation to have that conversation yeah because the truth is that you're walking out of your place you can stare at the couch and go i can lay right there all day long mm -hmm. and i'll make more money by not going to work that's right because i'm actually paying to go mm -hmm. to work now that's right i have to pay my guys my yeah. subs my suppliers yep. and i'm not making any money that's right what's the point of running a business then there is no point that's when you, you know. say yes in the early days that's right but every kid that comes into it, I think they're nervous about asking seasoned people, where do I start? Yeah. What I would, my best advice to those people is rely on those people that are seasoned and actually reach out. Be honest and authentic yeah. about. Because you're going to learn yeah. from them like that, especially if you own the business. Yeah. You have to be an owner to learn it quickly. Uh, if you're an employee, it might take some time because, you know, the interest is different, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, for sure. It, it's, it, it's got, it's the school of hard knocks. That's just basically what it is. And you, you, I mean, to be very honest, you're better off reaching out to all these people. Yeah. And, and it's just, I know that I joked recently on a show with Ryan Buchanan and uh, I was just chatting with Jim. We were talking about this off mic just before we got started. Mm -hmm. And like Jim's like, man, you know, you can give my number out. I don't care. I'll talk to anybody. And yeah. It's not that I'm going to educate them on exactly what to do. I'm just going to share what I went through. Yeah. That's, and that's what he's all ever done when he was yeah. on the show and he's talked about stuff. And that's the best information that you can get from him because you yeah. can't, you're talking about almost 50 years of experience. Yeah. So you can't ask him, what should I charge for this bathroom? Yeah. That's because long, it's not applicable. Right. It's a long list. There's, there's, there's so many variables involved, but it's yeah. like, he'll educate you in a way that what your worth is. And then you need to figure that out as your own business. Owner. It's research, man. Yeah, that's all it's it is. Research. Like I remember when I first started in the industry, it's like you're 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 googling up pricing, and it's like no, you, you can't you, do it. It's completely wrong. You, you can't. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't ever work because they're false false prices, right? And they, they just don't work that way. And uh, you, you you've got to go through the motions. I almost have to tell people that it's like I could give you somewhat of a roadmap, but like you're you're gonna take detours. No matter what, you know, so it's up to you what line you want to go straight on. CMPX, Canada's largest HVACR and plumbing trade show. It's just around the corner. It's happening in the south building of the Metro Toronto Convention Center from March 20th to the 22nd, 2024. And it's the ultimate industry showcase of everything new in HVACR and plumbing. I'll be there broadcasting live from the trade show floor and taking it all in during three action-packed days. Visit www.cmpxshow.com for all the details and don't forget to register for your free all-access pass using promo code CONSTRUCTIONLIFE. Mike, so why do you think so many designers and architects are held to a pedestal on what the pricing model is? I, I've never agreed with sitting down with designers or architect and getting their numbers, like talk about a grocery list and seeing what things really cost based on what they think mm -hmm. versus what a tradesperson on site does. Mm -hmm. The numbers never line up. Yeah, that's getting better. 
Yeah. I, I know what you're talking because about. Because they're getting on site more and they're yeah. having their own education. They have to because they're getting those calls. Finally, I think what's happening is clients are actually being like, you know, you gave us a price list. We really relied it on that. It always starts with the architect. Right. Like the architect right. will go and listen, okay, well, I'll draw you this uh, based on 3,000 square feet, mm. based on the finishings that you want. You're looking at about X amount of square footage. Yeah, I don't know if you use square footage pricing. I never did. I never did either. But uh, just recently, I've developed a price development plan, and what I did is I did it into like a gold, uh, sorry, like a bronze, silver, Packages. gold package. Yeah, and being able to like mix it, and it's working. And it, but it's working because of the knowledge that was put into the information, right? And and there's a range, so. It gives that variety of like, you know, you want to go new tech panels on the outside. Well, you're in that, you're in that like silver gold standard. Yep. You're at 40 bucks a square foot with material and labor versus if you want to go cedar or wood products, you're like, you know, 20 to 25. So that's, that's the mix. And as long as we put that down and, and actually educate, it's education. Yeah. It's education. That's what our platform is based on. It's education. You got to educate the clients. And as long as they're willing to be educated, you're going to have a great relationship. Do they want that information? Oh, yeah. They rather just rip the Band-Aid off. If they don't, I don't, the truth. If they don't I don't want to work with you them. You get nervous about it. No, it's, it's, it, it, the ner being nervous is gone now mm. because it, you just know, again, that roadmap. You know it's like, okay, I'm stopped here. I got to wait. Yeah. See the reaction. Yeah. And I usually know within a day. And if, if they ch start changing it from there, like you get a lot of, you get a lot of, Clients are like, you know, I want three, $400 a square foot. And it's like, okay, let's sit down and talk. And then all of a sudden they start realizing, oh, well, I can't do it for that. Can't, yeah, yeah, you can't fit that. Can't fit it. I, yeah. I keep thinking when, whenever I was presenting numbers to clients, I would always envision a thought bubble over their head, right? Yeah. And as soon as you tell them the number, or they, as soon as they read the number, as soon as they flip through all the pages and get to the number, yeah. right? You, you know exactly what they're thinking about. They're not thinking about the value that's associated with that number. They're thinking about the funds that they have access to. Yeah. Which is not the way to look at a project when no. you want to remodel or renovate or do a whole new build or whatever. You have to look at the value of what you're bringing to the table, right? right. And and is it worth that cost? That's project-based too. Yeah. You, where you're building a whole house, like say this one for instance, it, it's get, like every job has restriction. You can't just like blow through the budget, whatever. But at the same time, there's got to be variance. You got to have some wiggle room. And being able to play with it. Yeah. You know, you'd be able to forgive and forget and move materials around and try to make it all work. And I mean, Mike, like, honestly, you're doing some good projects. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with what? Is it, it coming from the client, coming from the designer, coming from the architect? Or is there a whole collaborative effort coming from you guys as well too, right? Oh, it's, it's you know, um, I don't know if you heard of the company SMPL Design Studio. Uh, yeah, the guy's named Joel Tanner. Yeah, 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 totally. He's been brought up. Dude, great. SMP, just a yeah. great guy. Out of Hamilton. Out of Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, I went to high school with him. We've been we've known each other for twenty five years plus. Awesome. Uh, he, it, like, following the way he was doing his structure is kind of like how it's like he just stayed straight and narrow. He stuck to a simple, a, a modern design, and he doesn't do spec homes. So. Following him was great and helped us because we get a lot of work from him too, but they're great partners to work with. Mm -hmm. and, and getting that alignment with other architects helps us in business because we know which architects we want to work with. So they've created their own, back to it, roadmap. 
Okay. He's been through it all. He's been 15 years in the in the market. He came from BC where he started and he moved it down to Hamilton and and you can see the great. BC influence in the in the projects that he's designing. Yeah. 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 It's there. They're nice. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of open stuff. spaces which is great. Yep. He's seeing a lot of clients not doing that anymore. What's going on now? They want the rooms back? Uh you want the rooms back with that still that open feel so like you really like you're getting you're starting to see snugs. I'm wondering I, I, if people are going to start bringing in modular. You're going to bring it in folding walls in and just kind yeah. of make it transformable. You know what I mean? I like a bifolding. I, I know so, what you mean. Yeah, you know, I, I can start Modern style bifold. Yeah, I, want, I want an open area, but then all of a sudden, if I want a little den that I can do some work and I don't have to yeah. be bothered by the family, yeah. I could just close off this section here. Do a lot with arches, too. Yeah. Going in the kitchens, breaking it up. We're seeing a lot of that. You're tackling on. everything. Like, you're tackling contemporary, modern, traditional. You're going Cape Cod, siding. Yeah. You know, there's a lot yeah. of mixed uh, matches, different, different. I'm more on the modern side, for sure, on the contemporary. Just, like, got into that niche market. But traditional was my background. Like, I started in like? restoration houses in Guelph. Okay. So taking two 150-year-old houses. Yeah, which is all, like. All reno. Proper. Pro, little plaster. You start from there, plaster last. You will learn absolutely everything. <laughs> I remember taking, mixing twenty, cutting out old plaster, and literally making our own wood uh, template and mending it back. Like, and I'm talking five foot stretches, oh, just wow. over and over and over again. And it was like my first years, and I learned a lot, a lot. Those are the homes that you want to learn, yeah, because they were done a certain way back then, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a good dude. His name was Daryl. Uh, I, I tip my hat to him. He taught me everything. He was, he was a really good guy. Was it always a challenge to, because, I mean, that's the thing about those older homes is the creeks, right? The creeks were always there. Yeah. And if you didn't have the budget or the client didn't really want to pull it right back to the diagonal board subfloor yeah. and reskin everything, like you had to get creative regarding how to get rid of these creeks here, right? Because you eventually want to try to get rid of all of them. It was skin layering for sure. You're, a lot you're, of You're right? taking court, you're taking three-eighths spruce plywood screwing it right to the true two by timber and, and, and taking out any, any garbage subfloor that you could, but their subfloors were like the best. They were T and G locked together. Like unless they were butchered by somebody at some, at some point, point of the house, yeah, right? which you saw a lot. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. But those, that lumber was the deflection wasn't there. Like it was just true. Zero right? deflection compared yeah. to what it is these days. I think people rely too much on TGIs, man. Um, TJ is a good product, but They're open good. web is better. Yeah. Sorry? Open web is better. Oh, I love open web, man. Yeah, because yeah. I can throw my ducks through it. I everything. can throw everything. I always tell my clients, it's like, listen, okay, fine. You got an HVAC system, boiler system. You know, you're, by the time we throw an HRV, and if you want to do either module heating, which I don't like because I got heads all over the place, heat pumps, right? Yeah. Or you got uh, um, high velocity, which is, uh, it's basically a European style. They're actually bringing it to North America. It's a good system. It's a great system because you got all the you can hide it diffusers, in the, yeah, and then yeah. you can run it through traditional framing, and you can do flex runs. Yeah, yeah. So insulated flex runs, but yeah. you can do them. Um, you know, you're a hundred thousand plus system for that. Or we get open web joists. We make sure the mechanical walls are built. We can go back to a furnace forced air system and run our ducts through the mechanical walls. Get the plenums through the open web joists and spray foam it all tight. It's a good way of doing it if you want to try to keep things because that it actually it's it cheaper. You. It saves, it you saves you. You're spending more on the open web, yeah. but you're not spending the extra sixty for a full system. What I, I'm curious, Mike, um, 
clients when they base that like listen that heart of the home mm-hmm. which is the furnace the mechanical yeah. system of the house um it's always a big ticket item doesn't yeah. matter how you slice it you'll you'll start at a certain number and it could get as high as a certain number lots of interesting bells and whistles associated with all those and what you can do creature comfort kind especially of thing. for these types of houses yeah totally totally yeah. and um when the clients are looking at that to make a decision how much do they factor in the family inside that dwelling like is it ever a conversation with you or even just the hvac designer about the health of the home like i I don't know if clients understand the value of having a really well built mechanical system in a home Mm -hmm. and how that home breathes it's top subject right now really yeah literally it's like i've got two clients that we're working long point with right now Oh, just like, and honestly, the best clients we've they ever. Keep, they, they, we want to talk about this. We yeah, and I, and I love it because it's I, important. I get all, you know, crazy about it too because yeah. if you make a good, one, you can make a mechanical room look like seriously sexy. Walking in and it's like the whole heart of the home is here. The house like I'm doing right now, it's a Tesla power walls, solar panel roof, <clears throat> And we've got an interesting attack on how we have to do it. Like we've got 380 amps that are being used on this house, but I'm on, I'm on, I'm in the point of long point. So if you look up long point, yeah, it's a conservation area. Okay. They can't get 400 amps. So we, so when you calculate f- everything, you're getting as high as 380. Yeah. Wow. So that, so, so that's, remember that's how ESA wants you to do yeah, it. Yeah, if right? everything was on. If everything was on. Everything was operating. That's right. Yeah, that's right. but that's not the case in any home. That's not the case, and we know that. But still, you're tapping out at 380. We're wow. tapping out at 380, and that's because we're using a combi boiler system, which is basically, it's your hot water demand system, Yeah. right, with a t- with a 75-gal tank. Perfect. That's gallon. the way every system should be done. Right. 80-gal right? tank, but it's also got the glycamine hot for, the, for the floor mixed okay. in with it. So... This thing is a thousand pounds with a filled full of water. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we can't, we're not specking this at concept. Like we're, as we're going, it's like, you got to grow. We're growing as we're doing this. And it's, and, and we've got the best clients that are, are growing with it, you know? So to, to go on with what I'm saying though, the Tesla Powerwall system, like we've had to get ESA, which were the first in Canada to agree to do this system because we're over our 200 amps service that's going to be coming in. So the Tesla Powerwalls is going to be providing. They're coming, what, what is it, solar panels? So uh, it is solar panel, yeah. So solar then panel. it's recharging. And how much yeah. power consumption are you, uh, or how much power are you getting from that? We're going to get 190 more amps. From both of them together? From both of them together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that we've got ESA it's called a deviation request we've got them all like they're there and they were cool about everything well they they in this day and age they have to be because with everything that's being put draw right they, they, well green energy right like a self-sufficient home with no fossil fuels i i, I know yeah but you st- okay there's zero zero fossil fuels in this house there's, this house doesn't have propane so it's in rural area so it yeah. would be propane yeah there's no propane we're doing a rough in for it, having a stick out the side of the house for the, you know, if. In the event. Yeah. You ever need it as a backup. That's right. But what was the cost of the power walls? We're all in. It's like 160. Yeah. 
That's your. But see, you start getting into geothermal land, right? Yeah. I never, when I looked at the numbers early in my career, geothermal made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, but the numbers didn't make any sense. Your three thousand square foot home, it's about one hundred eighty grand. Yeah. Uh, That was done. Yeah. And the the next homeowner would benefit, not you. Not you. You would do it. Great. You save the planet. Wonderful. But you're not going to see the return. Well, and they're getting rid of rebates. Like rebates make make no sense anyway, to me, in my opinion. Well, uh, just based on the idea of I do not want government walking into the house. Yours. Oh, for the rebate. Well, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, outsourced company that comes in and does it. Right. But the information is allocated towards back to the government that this property, this unit, this is what they got. This is what they're building. This is how it is. Which yeah, then tax. you're then you're getting like you need municipalities and federal and provincial to be talking to each other. They don't talk to each other. There's a <laughs> there's a massive disconnect there, right? So like, <clears throat> where you're going with is like property taxes, right? Yeah, is that what you're saying. They municipalities basically got your drawing. They won't even show up to your house for it. Really? They don't do yeah? Well, the government does their own assessment. I was told the I was told that the which is a one that you can disagree with. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. They called my house. And I was like, no, you're not coming in. I'm not giving you can in. say no to it. I, you can. And but they're like, they, no, you if have they to. discover that you, let's say you put the power wall in there, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden you've spent that money to try to get off of fossil fuels and go mm-hmm. this energy way, right? Mm-hmm. You don't think that's going to increase the value of your property tax? No, because it's, it's the square footage. Strictly, but it's not what you're, you've done to the property? No. No. Really, yeah? The property tax has got nothing to do with the evaluation of the finishes. The property tax is how much space, zone, and and footprint that you're taking up of your property. I thought it had something to do with... Maybe in Oakville. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just assuming with Toronto and, I mean, you're talking about cities. They're probably not, but Toronto's got such a deficit, right? You're talking about cities that are carrying deficits, right? Right. And the only way you reduce deficit is by increasing taxes. Increasing taxes to certain areas. Yeah. Like, and yeah. What are they increasing at 10.2%? Oh, it's some stupid numbers. Some stupid it's, it's, number. the, it's the most it's ever we been. We all knew Chow was going to do it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. even though, well, it, wow, surprise, a politician lied during their campaign. Oh, no, she said she was going to increase it. Oh, no, but it was going to be, um, uh, a, 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 what was she, what was the exact word? Um, like a, they voted her. I know, a tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny increase, right? That's yeah. what she talked about. Yeah. But then when all of a sudden, it's the greatest increase the city's ever seen. Well, how does that go from tiny to greatest? I don't understand. That whole thing was a setup. John Tory, the whole bit. Like that. There's a whole other story behind there. It had nothing to do with him and infidelity. And it was all this crap, right? And I was just like, yeah, it was just about puppets being moved around. And it's just a shell game. And yada, yada, yada. That's what's going on, right? So that's that's the. No faith in whatsoever that's a politician and what's going on. Absolutely. The story. But choose Doll for your plumbing needs and discover the peace of mind that comes with their unwavering reliability and exceptional service. Experience the dull difference and join the growing community of contractors who trust in their expertise and rely on their products. Check out Dahl at www.dollvalve.com and on social at Dahl Valve. We'll get back on track on building now. Um, but, <laughs> but I love that the clients are so conscious of doing this. Yeah. They're, and they're educating themselves because obviously they don't know all of this stuff, right? They have to do their own research. We, we sit down and like go over it all together. And like he, he uh, one particular client in, he, he carbon footprint's a big thing for him and and I, i'm all, all for it like I, I i love what he's doing and it's he's actually got a passion for it and, which is which is great to see you know like he's he's bringing that right to his home and he does it to the point because he owns his own business he does it to the point where his own trucks go out on the road like he does everything that he can afford yeah to do 
and he's doing it in this. And like, he's using this house as a test subject because I literally can't... We, the next one is Hydro. Hydro One's got to agree to this. For the next project? Or no, no, for this one? for the next step. They haven't yet? We got, so we got ESA, and then ESA is going to... Now we got to get ESA and Hydro to start talking to each other. Have you already applied for it? You must have. Yeah, yeah, we've we've got a company that's doing it. We're we've there's only you know we rely on our partners too, right? So there's only so much on our end that we can we can do. Like we did the deviation requests, we did everything we can with Hydro for our new service. Then we just give the paperwork to who's doing the solar, and they take care of that. Much like an architect will take care of the permits yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But then there's also a slightly increased cost for the the roof trusses, or no? Or the the, the engineer roof trusses are fine; they can sustain yeah. the weight. Yep, everything's all good at that point. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. So what's he? Is he running a lot of things? Are they running a lot of things in the home? It's that it's that combi boiler. It's 100 amps. That's what they're running. Yeah. So like, in all reality, if we were there's to, no bells and whistles. There's no hot tubs. There's no pools. There's no, no any of that like stuff. That. Okay. Like that. Um, if and, and you know they. ESA looks at like the stove being constantly on, which now they used to have stove and car charger on different lines, different lines. Now they're actually on a switch inside the breaker because they know that amperages are starting to get up there. Like a 200 amp service used to be the bells and whistles. Now you're seeing an 80, an 80 breaker panel and a 200 amp and it's like loaded. What's their theory that you're only going to cook when you're not charging? When the car charger's on, you're not cooking. And if you go to cook, it clicks the charger off. So, and then the minute you stop, and if it's plugged into the car, it turns it back on. So your thought process is eight hours of sleep, the car is going to charge. You can do that. You're not right. cooking. Right. Yeah. Cooking takes the demand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they've done these breakers. That's really cool. But then you're stuck with induction. You can't go gas. You're stuck with electric base, yeah. which yeah. is... Electric base, induction. Or, or yeah. induction. Yeah. There's two. Yeah, you can go either one. But that's the red glow? Yeah. Or the induction. But then now you can't have any gas fireplaces. But they're trying to push away anybody from using gas fireplaces. I that's think right. Quebec just passed a law. Yeah. You're not allowed to have any more wood-burning fireplaces in Quebec. Well, BC New Homes isn't that starting 2025. You can't, no more natural gas. Natural gas in BC? Mm-hmm. That, no. That was, I don't know if it's like fully passed legislation. And honestly, when I see, when I see... I don't want to get into this yeah, yeah, whole of course, discussion, of but uh, when I see a headline like that, I'll read it for a bit, and then I go, oh, my God, and I just stop. What's the truth, or what, how much of this is going to actually happen, right. right? Exactly, exactly. I just, I think you're taking out certain, I mean, isn't the home supposed to be a home like you want it? So if you've got a flavor for a fire, right. like a gas fireplace, you're not, gas fireplaces are not designed for heat in homes. Yeah. It's strictly aesthetic. It's no different than you just designing a house a certain way. You know, you get the house like I'm building right now and it's like the passion is the greatest and I love it and we're building it. Is that for me? No. No. I, I wouldn't do that. You're delivering the service. I prefer gas stove, to be honest. I have an induction, which I, that's all my wife's fault, but that's a different story. Uh, I've heard good and bad things. I'm impressed with how quickly it could heat up. You I'm know, impressed with that too, but I easy prefer to, to cook clean. on gas. Right? The but taste is different. I just, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. That's the only difference. But then again, like most people are, I guess most people that are barbecue people are gas people. Yeah. I'm a barbecue guy. So there's a question for you. That's interesting. Just one more question before we get out of political land there, uh, which the emission is so much, and then you can only be this high to get on the rides. Yeah. Um, that means if you go, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then if you go this way that the government wants us to go, nobody could have a gas barbecue anymore. That's right. 
you'll have to either use propane tanks, which right. you're going to try to phase those out. Yeah, of course. But you can never have a direct line to a gas barbecue. It's never going to happen. So what's that going to mean? You're going to see Weber design a induction barbecue? I, I know. I know. <laughs> or are they going to get electric to turn into a flame somehow? Like, it's, it's, it's never going to work. The element would have to be connected. And, and to me, you got people that are so afraid of GMOs that... That's a greater problem. It, but like, take a phone, plug it in, that's put another it greater it, problem. Put it, put, put it to your face. <laughs> yeah, that's another greater problem. And you problem. take a tester to your finger. Yeah. And exactly. you start, you can get a... See, I'm wondering about contact. EMF testing as well, too, with this whole bath of electrical inside a home. This stuff's never going to... You're going to increase your EMF consumption. This stuff's never going to work. I'm, I'm looking into bedding that has grounded wires yeah. in it. In it. Which has been proven that works and reduces EMF transmission. Well, you're going to take a ground wire to, to your bedroom? Well... I had clients ask me to do that. We've done it before. Yeah. Right? It, it could just ground your house. Yeah. It yeah. reduced it in yeah. that area. But the thing is, it's it's counterproductive when you start asking for Wi-Fi ports everywhere yeah. in every room. I know. What's the point of you grounding the bed while you're sleeping when you've got Wi-Fi ports everywhere? Yeah. Hotspots are the same yeah. thing. I know. I know. And then right outside, you look out your window and you've got your cell phone towers. There. It is contradictory. Completely. It is. And, it, and that's why I just feel like... If it's not for everybody, let's just leave it to it. It's not for everybody. That's where I go back to, it's a grocery store and there's stuff on the shelves. You get to pick. You get to pick. Yeah. It's your home. Yeah. Can we please like live the way we want to live in our yeah. home? It's not that I want to just destroy the whole planet and I'm, I'm just greedy no. with power or energy. I'm still being very efficient. So I, I, I rather build the walls thicker. I rather yep. have more assembly of, of insulation. I rather do separate walls, mechanical runs, and then insulation so I'm not piercing uh, building envelopes, right? Yeah, of course. I rather do that because that's a more efficient home. Yeah. And then use a smaller system. I rather yep. build it that way. So, I mean, like, let's go back to the grocery store. Now, can I just build my house the way I want to build it? You see a net zero home. They've got gas. Yeah, they do still. Yeah. Because it's actually more efficient. But net zero, see, there's all. It's pretty cool the way they do it. It's interesting, but you got politicians that don't know anything about building dictating policy about building. Yeah, you know, I I'm a firm like I, I, I screw it, I'll just say it. <laughs> I'm a firm believer, Pierre. I like Pierre a lot, and I truly think like he's got a good concept. But like, I'm glad he's he, I'm glad he's not opening his mouth for everything. No, because he can't. You know, he's thinking what we're thinking. And if he does, it's going to get so bureaucratic, you know. And it, it, a second ago, I said they were canceling, um, they were canceling uh, 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 um, rebates. Rebates, yeah. And these special loans out there. So you're a small business. You probably got the call. CDAP. Did you hear about CDAP? No. It's the It was the advertisement uh, campaign that they were giving out. So all these advertisement businesses would go on Instagram, whatever, pull up small businesses, and they would call you. It was a $50,000 loan, no term, and up to 100000 So you'd have to do a certain amount of sales per year for them to be able to give that to you. Okay. And it was like first year free, and the interest rate was 2.5% over five years. Great. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm interested. So okay. I started to do the process. Long story short, it's like, you know, that gets put on the back burner, back burner, and then, okay, I'm going to do it. Accountant emails me Saturday night. She goes, they canceled it today and it was supposed to be done March. This is the third one they've done. They've canceled in two months. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? They're going to spark election. It's coming. Yeah, that's what's He's getting just pummeled right now. 
But the building, and where this goes full circle, the building industry is getting so impacted by this. Like builders aren't built, like they got the land totally laid no, out. lots of breaks being put. And they're like, yeah, I know. we're not building. There's, there's, there's no point. Because we're not sure what's going to happen. Right. They can't, they can't deal with they another carbon it. tax increase. No. Or, they're or, all still businesses. Right. So they're still running businesses. Why am I going to go in knowing that there's a risk, there's a chance that I may lose my shirt on this whole project? Yeah, me doing this. Yeah. I was like, what a risk I'm doing in the fiscal times that we're going into, you know? But I was like, I'm going to do it. Because I truly believe that the clients that we're going for aren't getting into this mess, you know? Into, like... The budget-friendly jobs. Yeah. Let's just say that. So it's going for people who have the money. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And are willing to do the jobs and don't get affected by this stuff. You start getting into the budget-friendly, that's when all this bureaucratic stuff that I'm bringing up, it really comes into play. Are you seeing a mixed bag, Mike, where it's like, I, I get a lot of DMs and calls and people reaching out. A lot of guys are working, a lot of guys are not working. Like, it's just yeah. how they're positioning themselves. You get a lot of guys that are not working and they're calling other people to see if they have anything. And then they're saying, no, I don't have anything right now. Some are surviving, some are not surviving. Yeah. And it, it, it goes to back when at the start of the whole funny years that I just said, just prepare for the worst. If it yeah. doesn't happen, then you're still going to be in a good spot. We were all saying it in 2021. But a lot of people were going out and spending $100,000 on new vehicles. A lot of people were going out and spending all kinds of new money on, on tools and systems and all kinds of stuff. But they weren't preparing for the worst. And now they're kind of stuck at that point. And yeah. they're either looking out for more work from other people, see if they could spread it. Yeah. But that's not how you, I mean, guys like Jim, you would have reached out to him and just asked him. And he probably would have told you, listen, just hunker down. Yeah. It's going to be a rough ride. We've told people that. That's just how it's going to be. At one point, and those questions were coming through with me. It was like, what, what do we, you know, what's going to, like, we went from, you know, you'd go, we used to do five jobs at a time. I did it with a four-man crew. Uh, with sub-trades, sub-trades hired, and we would, like, overlap yeah, them, right? Yeah, And now it's like, we'll do two at a time with better revenue because of structure. So you got to be able to redevelop yourself to the times. You have to be adaptable. Are you still swinging the hammer? You're not swinging the hammer. Uh, no. Sometimes? No. Sometimes. Like, okay. And it's seldom. Because I assume that you're probably... I'm cleaning sites here and there. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I mean that. But yeah. the thing is, like, you're probably looking at, how do I make my business model more efficient? Yeah, I understand what all my subs are, my laborers, everybody that's working yeah. my workforce. <clears throat> I understand what their numbers are. Everybody's getting their numbers. We submitted the job. We got the job. We yeah. awarded it. Yeah. But then even when you got that job, you're probably still going on site there. And you're going, how do I make that more efficient without damaging the relationship of the person that's working for you? Because you still want to you know, cover that relationship. We're doing it for the client, too. Yeah. Like, like, I, and, I, and the biggest thing I'm driving home to... Um, I've got, so just to give a little background, like I got these two guys that work for me and it's me and two guys now. We don't even have a laborer anymore. Everybody's subs. We got all subs for everything else. Like we could, like if you were to take a look from the outside in, it looks like we're huge, but it's just the three of us. Yeah. And the two guys that work for me, it's been 10 years. They've been with me 10 years. These two wow. guys are like my brothers, like solid, solid, How'd you meet solid them? guys. Um, so when I was on my own, going back years and years ago, going back 10 years ago i had two other guys they had left i was doing basement renovations at the time main floor renovations and i got my one of my my employees dave he came with me 
and he was a, a framer by trade. He does. <laughs> it's a funny story. I didn't know that at first. He didn't really tell Share me. Share it. Okay. Yeah. He, he kind of holds back information, you know, I did or did. <laughs> so we're, uh, I was talking about SMPL. He comes to us, gives us a job. Dave looks at the plans. He goes, I put that up. No problem. I go, what? I got like 15 years, 15 to 20 years of framing experience. <laughs> well, you know, I kind of, I was like, really? We started framing. We started doing additions. All of a sudden, we blew up. Like, I'm telling you, like 180% wow. difference in our company. Yeah. We just started doing amazing renos all the time. But I bottlenecked us. I bottlenecked us by keeping an internal crew of doing the jobs. Instead of being able to manage them all and taking multiple and getting more people to overlook the jobs, yeah, I could have taken on more and exposed myself more, but I didn't. So, not to say that we weren't exposed, like we were all over Oakville and and Burlington, but yeah, yeah. But you saw the opportunity there. I think I think it was just like the growing pains of doing it. It's like it actually it's working out that way, and we we're way more educated now that we did the work, yeah, than when we didn't. If I didn't do the work. Are you looking for a sustainable and durable real wood solution to elevate your next project? Let me introduce you to the gold standard. Thermary, the world's largest and most trusted manufacturer of thermally modified wood and sauna materials. Their wood is like the superhero version of regular wood, stronger, more stable, and ready to take on whatever mother nature throws its way. With a wide range of thermally modified wood products from decking and cladding to sauna and statement walls, when you choose Thermary, you're not just investing in quality, you're investing in the health of our planet too. Join countless architects, designers, builders, and homeowners who have trusted Thermary to bring their vision to life. The best way to fully experience the Thermary difference is to hold the real thing in your hands. So visit their website today at www.thermaryusa.com and also find them on IG at ThermaryUSA. What's the um, what's the biggest problem the workforce has with the industry? What's the one thing that keeps on rearing its head? People keep on sharing. It doesn't matter if you're an electrician, plumber, framer. What's that one problem? That Lack of information. So they're not being kept in the loop. You need to keep everybody in the loop. And Everybody's got to be on the and, same and page. Excuse me. Fuck builder trend. Like, it doesn't work for guys, you? Guys, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it some old school to it. Get on the phone. Make the calls. Don't put it in a schedule and expect the guy to just to show up. It's just a disconnect. It's a disconnect. Yeah. And somebody's going to look at that and go, yeah, that's your schedule. It's a liability What's disconnect. my schedule? <laughs> the subtrade's thinking, what's my schedule? That's what you should be thinking for. So I've got... I agree with you. I'm super old school I that totally way. I agree with I you. Get on the, I get on the horn. Yeah. The Curex, they get on the horn. But this, this generation, this younger generation, they don't want to talk no. verbally. They want to talk digitally. I, I will get on the horn and then send an email. Okay. Because it's like, let's verify the conversation we just had. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get you in Google Meets. Let's do whatever. I, I'm, I'm still Excel and Dropbox. Like, and, but it's super organized. Like super, super organized. That's all these are. They're a glorified Excel yeah. program yeah. with a filing system linked in with them. So if you're good at communicating, you don't need all those $700 a month bells and whistles. Tell the client, keep emails going, and be communicative. Do your job. I want to talk a little bit about your projects there. Um, I guess, first of all, do you prefer new builds or renovations or additions? I like them all, but you know what? Right now, new builds. New builds, right? Like clean yeah. slate, start from scratch. Yeah, they just you can just get so creative. You, you got a lot of uh, 
You got a lot of blocks in front of you when you're doing a reno. You getting a lot of clients keeping the existing footprint, or are they just going right down and just eat the cost of the upfront? Nobody likes to do a variance, so yeah. 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 So you're kind of stuck with the footprint at that point. Well, right? where we are, it's conservation authority that we got to speak to so first. Don't 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 rock the boat. Yeah. Simple as that, yeah. right? We again, we let the partners do their work for that. Uh, there was one project I saw you guys do, um, the Weldon project, I think it was. Okay. Um, I loved it because it was flat panel kitchens. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't shaker. Yeah. I know that's a go to. It's fine. Uh, white floor, a lot of oak, uh, yeah. large windows. Um, and then the only issue with that one job that I had, I was looking at it, is on the back of the house. It mm-hmm. was beautiful work everywhere. Um, the terminations for exhaust. Yeah, the customer base. It's just like you don't want to spend the money. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just went with a white termination. And yeah, hey, it was going up for sale. It went up for sale. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Really? I didn't realize that. There was a couple color palettes of that house that I wasn't exactly like, I don't even, I won't. Customer, want, customer wants to do stucco. Yeah. I'm like, that's last resort. Yeah. We're not getting into that. Like, let's do wood and masonry, do what we can. That was a very, like the front of that house it's is beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I did another one, uh, Jeanette. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's on my site. I think it is. Uh, if you pull that out, it's, that one's awesome. Yeah. It's stunning. Yeah. Dormers and slanted roofs, 1112s. Really like that house. Scandinavian style. Which is nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I, I find that a lot of homeowners, I guess it's the younger generation, they have the same, a similar style. And I've had architects on the show here, and they've always said it, it's the market. Yeah. It's what they're asking for. Yeah. Right? But it's challenging. Like, I'm sure that you want to try something different. You want to try, you want to have a challenge. Yeah. Right? But it's hard to convince your client to ch- take that challenge, right? Yeah. How do you it's up to them. We got to take what's in no, their it's still head. their home. Like yeah. at the end of the game, I always told the clients, listen, it's not mine. You can ask my opinion. I'll give you my opinion. Yeah. But it's not my flavor, right? Like yeah. I don't look, I don't even know what my flavor is these days, right? I just yeah. know that I like certain things. I like open treads, uh, staircases. But then also if you got kids and pets, they're not the best option. Yeah. We, you know, for years we were getting them the drawings. They were already done. They were already in for permit. Really? Yeah. And then they're coming to us. It's so, a little too late at that time. Yeah. It's we're a lot too late, actually. I think so. Yeah. yeah. We like it taking it from concept. I think every homeowner should, when you start talking to a designer and or slash architect, you should also include a third person. Yeah. Which is the builder. Yeah, absolutely. And, <coughs> excuse me, um, a good architect will do that. They'll recommend it. Yeah. And if they're not, they'll recommend it. Yeah. And they'll do their best to help you guide you to who you're picking yeah and when they do it helps them because like there's they, they'll say this too there's a lot of questions that they have that make the building process easier that we see that they don't rooting huge thing hvac rooting you know you build a 10 foot ceiling and you got the windows going to the ceiling it's like okay i got the how many lvls in my way in flush yeah. beams yeah why don't we just drop those windows down a foot nine foot and then we Build a plenum. Nobody wants it. Everybody wants the full glass. Yeah, it's you, still full glass. You, you've got some challenging builds that you've done where it's like the back is almost all glass. And I can only imagine, yeah. I didn't see it, but there's a lot you of steel You see the one there. we're doing now. Oh, yeah? Have you seen the three beach project? No. In our stories? How big are we getting with the glass? 20 feet. Huge. Courtyard. You see right through the house. Wow. Yeah. A lot of natural light. Yeah. 
That's what's nice about it. You get a lot of natural light, which is, I think, a health thing. Yeah. I think it's beneficial to the family. That's why I was yeah. asking earlier about how conscious our clients about discussing HVAC opportunities, right? Yeah. Uh, aging in place. That's a yeah, big, that whole thing that's is a well. big thing. That's a huge thing now. Yeah. Nobody wants to be shipped out to a box. And I love working for people who are talking about, about aging it. in place because you know that they're going to be enjoying this home for a long time to come. So it those are great questions, and they're they're and the designer gets excited about stuff like that too. So it's it's pretty cool because everybody's going to be put in that situation at some point in their life. That's right, and that's where that Scandinavian enthuse comes from. Because like actually, when you go back, like Scandinavian architecture goes back a long way. Like Japanese enthuse, it goes back hundreds of years. You're so talking about cultures that were very healthy. Yeah. And they stayed put for a long time. They stayed put for a long time and, and they designed it for that. There's nothing worse than like always constantly having either nosebleeds or colds or breathing problems yeah. in a house. Yeah. And you always try to explain to clients that it's got a lot to do with um, the health of the home what you chose to design or build, how it was yep. done. That's going to affect, it's cause and effect. Well, like right now, you got fresh air being brought in here. Yeah. Right? It's it's on. And if you don't have your HRV on, you're going to get that. But if you're not maintaining your HRV. Right. I've always told clients over and over, listen, you get a good builder, you have a good mechanical system, get on a plan with them that they're going to come back twice a year. Yep. Come back and service it for you. Oh, yeah, we started doing that recently. Maintenance programs. It makes so it, it makes so much sense to do that mm -hmm. because then you don't have to worry about it. But a lot of clients would just think, ah, I've taken out filters that are like as black. Oh, as I this. believe it. I totally believe it. Yeah. They get the notification on Alexa or Ecobee or whatever it is, and they just ignore it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It does that. I forgot it's, the maintenance it, report. It's always telling you that. But yeah. the thing is, people just ignore it and they don't go and realize that that's actually uh, it's a they're telling you something yeah. needs to be inspected. But most homeowners don't want to do it. So then get the builder that you hired and get them to get their person to come in. Yeah, but, you know, they have their own kinks, right? Like, uh, I always I got one like you wanted to put a HEPA filter in. But in a traditional furnace. And it's like, okay, it's great and all. But the restriction of the HEPA filter that... You'll be changing it every week. The, the HEPA filter itself, because it's super thick, right? It causes a restriction on the cold air when it's coming in. Does yeah. it automatically shut it down then? It, well, it's just hard on the furnace. Yeah. Because of the blower, right? Yeah. So you're going through blowers or boards constantly. Like your traditional Goodman furnace, it can't withstand it. No. So that's where we're getting into these high-velocity systems. Like you, you're spending this type of money, you're putting up houses like this or ones that we're doing, don't use forced air. Just don't. Radiate, radiators are the oldest school of heating. And they work. And they work. They work really well. Yeah. You, like efficiently and health-wise. Yeah, because hum there's humidity in Then the it becomes a question about AC at that point, right? Yeah. But I, I go back to how you build your house, right? Yeah. You can make it a certain way that you don't have to really use AC all that much, but you go back to an HRV unit, so you might as well throw a smaller furnace somewhere in the house yeah. to circulate air which will also double as AC at that point on yeah. those heavy demand days. Yeah. Like occasionally we didn't get it last summer. We maybe got one or two days that were heavy. They were too bad. Hot, right? No. But even this winter has been very mild. This is crazy. Insane how mild it is, I know. right? I know. So but I mean it's just um and you want to talk about government going back there. I'm sure everyone's seeing record high gas bills going on. But that's got nothing to do with the gas. That's got everything to do with the carbon tax. Exactly. 
Yeah. So it's just funny that we're having such a mild winter and yet everything's costing so much more. Yeah. It's challenging. You get a lot of homeowners that are like, they look at the budgets. They, they, they got a wake up call during the pandemic years where material costs were just going through the roof. And yep. before you even started anything, you were getting $150,000 lumber packages that used to be $75,000 lumber. <laughs> yeah. it, overnight, almost overnight. We had one from 45 to 90. I believe it. Almost overnight. Which yeah. their first thought is, I can't get the wolf. If I spend 90 yeah. now, I can't get that wolf. Yeah. The KitchenAid. Uh, everything. All the bells and whistles yeah. that they really want, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is unfortunate because they need to factor in that you need all this stuff before you actually get all that stuff in there. Yeah, I agree. Or maybe, is it ever an option on the table? I've never had this option to happen in a conversation. Why don't we reduce the size of the dwelling? Yeah, um, how much can you fit into a twenty-two hundred to twenty-eight hundred square foot home for a family of four? I was part of a family of seven, five kids, and we were not. Oh house. yeah, we were raised in side splits and and back splits. Yeah, no, I know. And to my memory, I never thought of it being cramped. Yeah, neither did I. Not we once. hung out outside all the time too, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. We it was were outdoor outside. living. We're You're seeing outdoor living be a big thing. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah. Covered porches are like, it has to be in the design. Some sort of covered porch has to be in it. Built in with the home. Not an after effect with a pergola or anything like that. It's got to be integrated with the whole. Which is the question about why some clients will spend their load on the front of the house, make it look beautiful for curb appeal. Yeah. But then stucco land on the sides and the back. Yeah. But then now you want to be outside and you want to be appreciating the outside, but now you're looking at stucco. And I'm not dismissing stucco for the sake of it just being stucco. Yeah. But if your house is designed a certain way and it, you're only going to the stucco part of it because of the budget, yeah, you're going to regret it when you're sitting outside enjoying your backyard. I would think so. I totally think you would. Yeah. You'd be regretting it. So you should, in my opinion, at least the front and the back, the size could be a different story. Yeah. At that point. But at that point, how much does the side cost if you keep it? To me, it's just like, do it all over. Yeah. Like, you know, powder room, it's going to get a different vanity than the ensuite. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But does it have to? No. You could keep the same style running through the whole house. Yeah. Do the same thing for the outside. That's it. Like, we do aluminum windows. We drive it home. Because they're better. Yeah. They can carry more load. They're lift and slide. They're, they're great windows, especially when you're doing 20 feet. Oh, I want fiberglass. I want fiberglass because of the... Okay, fine. You want fiberglass? We'll go fiberglass windows, aluminum slider. Let's hybrid the, the system here yeah. because the door needs to open properly. Do clients understand that you want this to open and close properly for the next two decades? <clears throat> no, we want, it to, we want it to open and close properly for them, yeah. number one. And number two, we would not be doing our job properly if we didn't say that to them also, we would be getting calls through the roof. Oh, it's the winter and this door is like, I, I, I have to use all my weight to open it. Yeah. Oh, that's because it's too heavy and we warned you about that. You didn't tell me that. They always have <laughs> construction memory loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know, when exactly. the conversation was already designed and we've already discussed all these options and I, as To a me, builder, that's on the builder. Yeah, that's exactly. You should be educating them on that to make the right decision. And if it's budget that makes that right decision, then make the door smaller. You almost need a journal, eh? And you just write, make all these notes and then get people to sign off that we had this conversation. We sign offs are everything. We you do it have for to, right? Yep. Yep. Because yep. there's always a loss of memory. Yeah. Later on in the, in the game. Again, school of hard knocks. I've learned it the hard way. So, 
and, and, and that's where I go back. It's not the client's fault. No. It's, 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 it's the way you set up your business. That's right. Your yeah. procedures and your policies weren't in the right order. But it's the same thing if you're dealing with your subs. The same kind of clear communication with your client, yep. you should have clear communication with your subs. Yeah. like Everybody's on board. Purchase order agreements. Yeah. It's, it has to be done. It's got, it, business is business. There's no, nothing personal behind it. If you're doing your job properly, sign the paper. Hey, architects and builders. Do you want to stand out from the competition? Fraser Wood Siding has your back. Fraser Wood Siding is a leader in pre-finished wood siding. They manufacture beautiful pre-finished wood siding using only the highest quality PEFC certified Canadian softwood. Fraser Wood Siding is available in 17 profiles and unlimited colors. Fraser Wood Siding is available in 17 profiles and unlimited colors. Supplied by the global leader in paints, Sherwin-Williams. Whether your design taste is classic, contemporary, conservative, or bold, they've got you covered. They'll gladly match the color of any paint manufacturer and send a sample on an actual piece of Fraser Wood Siding in just a few days. Visit their website at www.fraserwoodsiding.com and reach out about your upcoming projects to benefit from their industry-leading lead times. Fraser Wood Siding, get inspired. What Is are it, some of the, the trendy things that are going on these days that are we still... Trendy, eh? White Oak's um, still there, right? White Oak is still there, and I like red, White Oak over Red Oak all day long. Yeah. It's a tougher wood. I don't, like, remember when Acacia came out, and Acacia, like, does not work in our climate. And it's, it it's used a, a, you need a, it's like bamboo and Acacia, you need a certain nailer a, to... Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember when bamboo was introduced? Yeah. It was a nightmare. My first question is said, where is bamboo in the world? <laughs> yeah. And you want to bring it to Canada? Yeah, no. And you, Canada has four harsh seasons, yep. well, two extremely harsh seasons, and you want to bring bamboo into Canada. Mm-hmm. This ain't going to work. No. And sure enough, it I became, turned them all down. It became a mess. Yeah, I, I went and helped somebody one time to do it. It's like that manual nailer. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. <laughs> I used to, like, I could do 1,200 square foot in a day, me and another guy, all day long, even with the lazy ass style. Yeah. Okay? You're going to do bamboo and you're like, 200 square feet in in a day come on and your back is killing you because you're just driving that nailer as hard as you can to get the nail through and to be honest that repetitive pattern yeah in bamboo yeah it be, it was the precursor to i guess you know a vinyl flooring kind of thing yeah that's all it was yeah and i just didn't understand it but somebody had a great idea and they marketed it well it's a pretty hard floor i'll give them that sure it's hard but i you give me any hard wood flooring i don't care how the extreme jatoba bamboo i don't care and how yeah. soft pine or whatever i'll drop a fork and every single one of that flooring will make a mark they'll leave the a mark biggest problem i'm seeing in the hardwood market is it's the economical uh like they, they they've got they got issues with having the, what the UV protection, right? They had to get rid of oil. So, so they're using something that's it's discoloring. It's it's basically a water base, and it's like you got an animal, like my house. Yeah, it's destroyed. Yeah, of course it will. It's destroyed. The acidic, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, we had issues with our hardwood manufacturer, and that's a different story. But my, it, I think now with the defect and my dog on top of it, it was bad. But I've gone back to some of these white oak floors. And I go to a house where it's like they got no animal. There's still some stress in the main traffic area. And you're like, why? You didn't see this 10 years ago hmm. with the Red Oaks, right? So and then they also had 25 layers of an aluminum oxide 
finishing, yeah. which was full of all kinds of chemicals. All kinds of chemicals that you're breathing off. And, but, uh, but nobody ever talks about all the furnishings that are coming into this house and all the chemicals that are off-gassing those furnishings. Yeah, from China. and The rugs, the sofas, the yep. drapery. Yep. But yet we want to attack the construction industry just because the wood. But, I know. But you walk on the wood every day and you scrub the wood every day. I don't understand. So why not have durability there? Let's go to a grocery store and you can't use a plastic bag, but you're going to use how many plastics to take the plastic? The, to whole, the whole straw <laughs> thing is absolutely absurd. Yeah. Completely absurd, right? Yeah, it is. You know, because... And it, it's affecting us. It is. And the living, working, like we're, all, we're... Who would have thought 20 years ago we'd be where we are right now? Never in a, in a blind's eye would I have thought that this would have been convinced on yeah. the general. And because there's so many cool things that we have right now. I don't know what's weighing on each. Like, is there more positives than negatives? I don't know. No, I think they're creating more negatives as a result of this. Right. I think the intentions are there. Yeah. But they're being uh, muddied. Like, they're just like. Yeah. It's too much noise going on. Yeah. Most of 1%. I know. Listen, I'm going to continue eating cheese. I'm going to continue eating meat. I'm not going to eat made up meat. Uh, like I'm just going to I'm sit. I'm going to. And continue. my wife's big on that right now. And I, I got to give it to her. I, I at first was, kind of against all that stuff about was, just eating certain. Well, at first it was like getting rid of the cereal in the house. And I was like, kids like it. I like it. She's like, well, look, watch this. It was like bleach all over that they're putting on the. You know. God, I don't want to put that you know what the me. biggest problem I have these days? I don't go to the cereal aisle. Like I, I yeah. you know, you can talk about cashew and all this other shit. And I was like, that was years ago, 10, 12 years ago, whatever. Yeah. That's what I was eating. And I was like, this is all garbage now. Yeah. But it's pasta. Oh yeah, I know. I can't stand like like Unico? Yeah. Yeah. Like you you every package I'll grab, every package folic acid, folic acid, folic acid. Yeah. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Like But then you go to like, okay, for me, I'm in Hamilton. I live in Stony Creek. Nardini's. You pick up their white, super two ingredients, right? Right. Yeah, flour. Yeah, maybe egg and water. <laughs> it takes longer to cook. Yep, and, and it I'm doesn't like, expand. It doesn't expand, and yeah. I'm just like going, I don't understand. And then, then all of a sudden, if you travel to Europe, if you go to Italy, yeah, there's a reason why they eat pasta every day and they're walking around and they don't look like. And it's like you know eight ninety nine for that bag, and it's like this big. I know. Unico's like this I know. big. I know. And it's two ninety nine, and yet they're putting more stuff in it. How could flour, egg, and water be more expensive than yeah. But it's affecting everybody at this point too, right? I just don't and then you just well, you know what? I've always said, listen, don't listen to me. Do whatever you want. It's yeah. cause and effect. Yeah. But I think as you get older, what you consume, you quickly feel. Yeah. So fine, go ahead, eat a candy bar. I don't give a shit, right? Mm -hmm. But you are gonna get a high. Mm -hmm. But you're also going to have some effects later on as a result of that. Oh, I live on that. Like, Cause I, and effect. I man. can barely drink beer. I occasionally have a beer. I like beer. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I still drink it. Yeah. But I, I, if I drink, stick to the clears, good to go. You, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. Sodas and clears, good to go. I don't, you can, I can't tell you the last time I had any kind of pop. Soda. Yeah. Any, like just club no, soda. No, no. I, I do, yeah. I do sparkling water. That's the yeah. extent of it, right? Yeah. But I don't, there's no, yeah, no pop. No, when I was a kid, everybody was like Tahiti Treat and oh all God. the kinds of, you Tahiti know, Grape Crush, Grape yeah. Crush, shit like yeah. that, right? Sunny D. Sunny D. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and, and then, then all of a sudden you start growing up and you're like reading these ingredients and I'm like, why is this shit all in here? I don't understand. Yeah, I know. And you didn't know. You didn't know. You know, your parents to go to the no frills and it was like, you know, 
three Nelson chocolate milks on sale and they're buying like 20 of them and you're just like on a frenzy eating it and drinking it. I remember it's my dad would come home with like Store it up. 10 cinnamon toast crunch because it was two ninety nine a box or something, you know? <laughs> and then as a kid, you would sprinkle sugar on top of that. Exactly. White sugar all over that, right? And you weren't getting fat. You didn't think. It was also a lot more active, but uh, yeah. But it is funny how they've manipulated all these products now, right? And yeah. just let it go. But is it is it is it designed? It's like it, now you like, my, like people I know that are down this field, they're like they don't even want to go to the doctor anymore because they don't trust the entire market. I don't. That I, just, I don't go. It, yeah, like, like they don't trust the FDA because then you don't trust the, phar- which means you don't trust the pharmaceutical areas, which means you don't trust the doctor that's recommending these these things. So it's it's just I call it just trimming the medical fat. That's all it is. It's just like. You got to just make your own decision now. I'd rather pay for it. This, this, yeah. So it's like, this, look at it this way. It, it's just you could pay for it now, or, and I'm not saying that I'm a monk. Yeah. Like I'm, like I'm eating just grass or something like that. Yeah. I'm not saying that. No, I'm still eating what I'm eating, but I'm being conscious of it. I'm, yeah. I'm Portuguese, man. It's like, for me to reduce my bread intake was a very challenging thing, but occasionally I still have some bread. But I'll go to a specific baker yeah. to get that bread. We don't buy loaves from like. Oh no, no. I ain't touching. I ain't touching any of that stuff, yeah. right? But it's just like, but I'm still Portuguese, so I have to have some bread, right? Yeah. But you'll never get rid of cheese in my diet. I know. I love cheese. So man. do I. I love eggs. I love it. Oh, eggs are all the time, yeah. man. We go through like forty eggs a week at our house. Maybe more. I know a few people have their own chickens in the yep. coops, and I'm like, listen, can I come by? Can I come by? Can I come by? <laughs> yeah. And the egg, like, look how orange the egg is to when you buy. Again, she's gonna, Which she's is, gonna, she's gonna tell me I told you so right now, <laughs> but she's right because like I don't want to spend seven ninety nine for a dozen of eggs. Isn't that crazy, man? That's insane. Yeah. And you don't even know where those eggs are from. Exactly. Show well, me the cage that. What vaccines are they putting in the chicken? It's all kinds of stuff, man. Yeah. But then you look at. Trace people on site and um, monster in hand. Yeah, I know. Coffee in other hand. Yeah. Like Uber. Yeah. Like food. No sugar for me. I just can't do it. It's hard to replace, like, eat everything, no sugar. I guess severe asthma. Oh, really? Sugar, yeah. like, spikes the insulin, and then I'm not diabetic or anything like that. But you that. keep it monitored. I have to monitor what I intake because. You're, I guess your body is your temple, right? And like you really got to listen to it. But it's also going to affect you in this industry being on the site because there's such a demand on mental and physical states. That's the full circle right there. That's it. So we're discussing your health. And it's like you can't think clearly to do your job that you work so hardly, hard to do Yeah. if you're abusing your body. And I, that is a positive because I'm seeing a lot of that in the industry. You see the younger kids? I'm seeing my age group, guys that are a little younger, your age group. I'm finding them being a lot more focused on what they're putting in their body. Yeah. I'm not saying these guys are like going out and they're working out no, every no, single no, no. day. What you consume. Because like, really, I don't have time to go to the gym too often. But like, you know, a walk here and there, healthy eating, it's going a long way. It's it just is. maybe don't consume as much alcohol, but I go back to them being European. I still have to have a, a glass of wine every so often. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing hard shots. I'm not doing no. all kinds of liquor or any of that. that. No, but we're no. not 20 anymore. There's something to be said about the, the French and their lubricated blood vessels because of all the wine that they're drinking. Yeah, and they live a long time. They live a long time, so there's got to be some some yep. sense there. 
But tequila is actually one of the healthiest. That's the hard. healthiest one I know because yeah. I know it's not a grain, right? Yeah. I get it. I totally yeah. understand. So I that's why that's why you start seeing guys like The Rock endorsing tequila and Mark Wahlberg now endorsing yep. tequila, yep. and everybody's endorsing. Oh, uh, 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 Clooney. He sold his tequila brand for almost a billion dollars. Yep. So it's like the John Daly is getting into the vodkas. And oh, the, is he getting into the vodkas? Oh, yeah, yeah. He just oh, wow. sold his vodka one. He's doing tequila. It's insane, He's huh? doing seltzer drinks. I'm surprised that Swift and, and all the other latest rock stars are not. Who's Swift? Taylor Swift. I guess maybe it's bad for their image if they start endorsing alcohol because of all the kids that are listening to When them. people are watching football just because Swift is showing up to the Super Bowl, I think there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah, but that's who she's dating these days, right? I so guess. I'm sure Super Bowl next year will be different. Oh, so that's if they don't make it to the Super Bowl. And she'll have a new album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Man, Ten new songs. I saw something today from the time she's 13 till I think she's like maybe... I think she's 34 35 something like that yeah she got a net worth of 1.7 billion yeah or you saw that okay yeah yeah and, but it was like in 2016 she went from like 75 million to like 250 they're smart yeah i know it ain't gone are the days of like prince and george michael and all these people that got taken advantage of the music industry yeah where they had no rights whatsoever they didn't own any of their music and it was such a shame because they were creating such great original music yeah today's music is not so much original anymore yeah, it's fabricated, but the artist Biebs got hit it. with that too. Sorry, Biebs was he got hit with that, but he sold his whole library recently, didn't he? Yeah, but what I mean is like when he first started, I don't yeah, he think was, he owned. They his all own. did that. Yeah, whenever I sat and I watched any because I was forced to watch. Sometimes it would depend on who I was dating at the time. You forced to watch The Voice or you're watching American Idol. Yeah, I was always sickened by it because I'm like, there's three monkeys there or four monkeys there. That are basically going to take advantage of this talented person mm -hmm. with that original contract. Yes, yeah, and they're going to try to keep that contract as tight as possible for as long as possible. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. Talking about Scooter, you know what I'm talking about. But the yeah. best move that Swift did, and this is what I respect about her, is that she re-recorded all of her music. As soon as she, she pre-recorded, she re-recorded. So Scooter, mm. Justin Bieber's manager, whatever, yeah. bought her library, was making a killing. Okay. She hated it, and then she re-records everything. So now he doesn't own the re-records. She owns it. And that, and she he, she doesn't have any issues legally by doing that? Nothing. Wow. It's still her song. But then he doesn't get the money from all the re-records. He only gets it. And then she told all of her fans, start listening to all my new stuff. Same song. Yeah. New press. Yeah. Smart move. That's a very smart rebrand. That's all it is. Yeah. Good for her. She's smart. She's a smart woman. Yeah. Right? Do definitely. I like the music? Hell no. No. Neither do I. <laughs> no. I'm like a Chris Stapleton type of guy. Like, it's <laughs> not her. No, no, but it's like, like I, I like that you're conscious of the workforce and you're conscious of the clients and understanding how to go into this business properly. Mm -hmm. That you know there's issues. There's always going to be issues in every single industry. And you're always going to get a client that may not be the best client, but they may not be the worst client. But it's just a matter of managing and navigating these waters. And family. Like I, I treat like... The guys that are working with me, they need to be supported. They need to be making money. You see what they go through and yeah. what they contribute. They got families. They got yeah. to you know, pay bills. And I've never been asked for a raise. You're always given. We just, I, I see You're it. building the brand. It's like, it's like, okay, we're making money. Let's profit share. Let's give this out. That's the way it should be. And yeah. that's why they haven't left, you know? And I respect them. And they respect me. There one comment from one of my guys, Evan, was like, he could be really hard. And then Dave goes, but he'd be the first one to tell us that we did a good job. 
And it's like, you got to, you got to value. It's value. Yeah. You know, you get to drive that home. So too many guys are just leaving shops for like a fraction. Not showing up to site. How do you not show up to a site? Like, did you not wake up to this? I don't get it. Yeah. Or like you sold the job. Okay. I'm fine. If you sold the job and you've got somebody that's taking care of the site. Cool. You sold the job and then it's like you hired somebody that you don't know to sit on that job site all day. Looking for cutting edge solutions for your spray foam needs? Look no further than Elasticamp Specialty Chemicals. With a remarkable track record spanning over three decades, Elasticamp stands as an industry leading supplying contractors across Canada with top grade closed cell, open cell and specialty foam products and accessories. Experience hassle-free spraying in both summer and winter with Insulthane Extreme. Canada's groundbreaking HFO closed cell product. Time is precious and we know it. Optimize your efficiency and avoid downtime by choosing the best products with the best technical and customer support. Elevate your spray foam game today with Insulthane Spray Foam Products by Elasticam. Give them a try today. Visit their website at www.elasticam.com or give them a call at 187-787-2436. Come on. I'll tell you a funny story that happened this morning. Uh, I won't say his name, but uh, I know that he wasn't working this week. Mm -hmm. um, so I just said, listen, I, te I, I text him first, right? It was about 7.15 or something like that. I thought he would have been up by then, right? I text him and, and there was no reply. And I just said, listen, you want to go get a coffee? Sit down, just have an espresso? And uh, nothing. Then I call him. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what, what the hell's going on here, right? And, and then like two hours later, I call somebody else that knows him. And he's like, dude, he's not on site any like he doesn't have any work going on right now so he's sleeping in i go till what time oh so finally when i was coming here i call him around like 9 45 mm. and he answers i was like dude did you get my message and he goes yeah yeah i did and my sleep's been off ever since i haven't been working i go your sleep's been off that long that you can't get i'm really sorry about that i'm really sorry about that and i'm like dude stop doing that man like yeah you're a trace person you should be up and adam ready to rock and roll knocking on doors yeah that's doing what you, what should you be gotta doing. do Start making yeah. these phone calls, spending that early time to just DMing people, talking yep. to people, you know, and then maybe catch a coffee with me if you can. Poor guy might be in a slump. He's, he is in a slump. That's the problem. Yeah. But the thing is, by sleeping in, doesn't help. Yeah, slumps are, you just got to beat that. Get outside. It just keep you got to get outside. Yeah, you got to breathe that fresh doors. air. That's it. You got to really, really, and again, we'll go back to it. Be healthy. Be healthy. Go outside. Start thinking clearly. Think positively. Talk positively whatever went bad you gotta do your best to forget about it yeah i have been you down you can't change road. it you can't change it yeah it's happening you it's can happened. keep on carrying it if you want but learn from it yeah yeah but he's a younger kid i think yeah. they have a harder time coping with shit that we went through yeah, yeah. i think we look at the shit that we went through and like yeah that was hard but now we're moving on we're i was always else. told just get up you know you play a lot of hockey, you get told to get up all the time. So that was me. If but you don't, you stay cold. Exactly. <laughs> and then eventually oh, you get wet. <laughs> I grew up in Oakville. So I grew up like I, I grew up in Brawny. I went to Kiwi Park. And uh, they used to have this. Uh, did you grow up in Oakville? I grew up in Toronto, Mississauga. Toronto, Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. So off the service road uh, between 4th and 3rd line. Okay. Uh, there's a fire station there right now, and there's Oakville Hydro, whatever. And you go a little further down, they used to have this place called the Dome. And I did practices at 5.30 in the morning there when I was like 12. Wow. They had zero heat. 
So how and back you then, like, yeah, move. You just had to move. And my dad, <laughs> I had an older, I have an older dad. He's in his fifties, and he go and he played, he played university level hockey. He'd go out there and he'd be like, smacking you with the stick. Get going, go, 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 go. Just move. And that is like a life motto: move, get moving, don't stay still. You stay still. Everyone's gonna go right past you. I'm sure regular people walk by job sites that are just being framed in the dead of winter and yep. you're seeing a crew there working away. Yep. They've got their toques on, they got the hoodies on, they got their gloves on. Mm-hmm. They're working, they're moving, and they're probably like rolling down the window and just feeling how cold it is outside and they don't understand how these kids are moving. Yep. Like they're moving, that's what's staying warm. That's how it works. Being out in the country, we got young guys going out. We had a young crew do our frame job, did a great job. And these guys literally worked in the pouring rain. And they just, and, and I was harsh. like, guys, it's okay. They're on their first level. You're only putting up the first floor walls. From a safety standpoint, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Don't do this in the roof, please. Slippery. Yeah, I got to, I got to notice a project on this job. Don't, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, know. I don't want you up there I know. or tie off, you know? Yeah, yeah. But they go. And it was good to see that because you don't see that very often anymore. You'll see it in their quotes. Literally, they'll stipulate it. We're not coming if it's this, we're not coming if it's minus this. Because they have to let you know. Yeah. Back to clear communication. That's true. Right? When you're old school, you're like, you're not coming out, eh? Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I got, I got to get to the 12 questions, but anything else right. I want to... I don't know if there was anything else I wanted to ask you about, man. Oh, there's a question for you. Where are clients spending money unnecessarily? Appliances. They're just going ballistic with yeah, them. It's like man. buying cars. Eh? And appliances is just like rocketed in price like what you could get was a decent appliance package like you know um full built-in package you'd spend 20 let's just go back 2017 2018 not that long ago yeah 20 25 you get all your entire appliance package for your house that same appliance package is probably closer to 40 now yeah i mean you're talking fridge you're talking dishwasher yeah. 42 inch you're talking this, the ranges or a separate yep. oven yep sometimes espresso coffee maker machines 1100 cfm yeah hoods, oh the hoods which technically need makeup air yeah like there's tons and tons washer of dryer right and then not even getting into the mechanical appliances right right yeah no that, that's crazy yeah i agree with you they are spending too much money on these bells and whistles they're Maybe great yeah. They're beautiful, but the price tag's attached to them. My 36-inch fridge at my townhouse seven years ago is a Samsung. We like it better than our 42-inch Fisher Paykel. Really? Right now. Why? Because the Fisher Paykel is, one, it's counter, okay, it's counter depth. Counter depth. But it's, like, tall. So my wife, she's five foot four. She can't reach it all the way to the top. To the top of the shelf. It's that wide, the shelves. No, maybe this wide. So we've had to like switch out how we're going to use it. How do you put a turkey in there when it comes to that time of the year? You don't. We have to put it in the basement fridge. Turkey won't fit. Wow. It won't even fit in the freezer. So where was the reality of it? Like, yeah, okay, it looks great. And you open it and you're like, oh, this is a beautiful fridge. You ever seen those videos on social media where you're seeing these fridges and freezers from the 50s and stuff and all the... The, the little yeah. details that they had yeah, yeah, yeah. to make things convenient for the yep. person opening that place up and how strong they would looked and they lasted like appliances sure. these days. It's funny. They're expensive and they don't last long. Nope. I hated that from our whatever. freezer didn't work. It came. It didn't work. Our double oven Jen air, the bottom didn't work. And then 
because it was COVID, we were like told 17 weeks. I was like, Neh. for a new unit? Yeah. So they wouldn't even come in, ser- bring a service person to come in. And then look. the service person comes, brings out the double oven, which weighs a million pounds, and smashes it into our countertop. And then it's go, we didn't do that. Damn, like cracks it, chips it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Luckily, it's like we're linked in with the countertop company. They can come and fix it. But it's like, what do you mean you didn't do it? There was so much going on in the pandemic. Everything was a nightmare. I actually kind of felt bad for the guy. Because like he was just, you could tell he was spread thin. He was just trying. He was service calling all over the place. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Where should they be spending money? Mechanical room. The heart of the home. The health of, yeah, exactly. The heart of the home for sure. I don't think clients spend enough in that room. Yeah. And and I, as much as that, we wanted to make it look pretty mm-hmm. and it should be looking pretty, but I argue the point of making it look pretty mm-hmm. for the serviceability of it. I would say if I was going to go through a list, it'd be mechanical, windows, floors, kitchen, cabinetry, mm-hmm. because if you get crap cabinetry they'll start falling apart start falling apart like deco tech that's coming out right now it is an awesome product cabinetry yeah it's a veneer product on top of mdf core it's got but the the new edge bands that are coming out these days like they're they're amazing yeah and they don't dent you really have to like go to town on them to make them dent they're a stone no they're 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 like a hard laminate material really yeah yep yep let's put and they on won't top. dent how many different kinds of veneers are they offering? Tons. Really? Pallets, pallets beyond pallets. Like, it's like a paint swatcher. It's like tons Holy. and tons and tons of stuff. Where are they out of? De- probably Vaughn. Okay. I'm guessing Vaughn. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's from Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There's Stone Road and then there's Cabinet Road. That's and right. Cabinet Avenue. Orifice Stone Road. Road. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You just go there and you'll see everyone and just walk into each one, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Now, I, I like get away from painted. Don't do painted. Like, I have painted. I wish I didn't do it. I got two young ones and a 16-year-old. Like, it's it, this stuff. And we're just a You got your on-demand test uh, group. Yeah. That's what they do. They just test it. They test it. And it's That's always right. failing. It's always failing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> have you submitted your report on your test here? Like, that's basically what's happening. They just test it. Yeah. Same with the flooring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Mechanical room is where clients should spend the money. Yeah. 100%. But they don't see it all that often. They see the kitchen all the time. They see the TVs. They see the home automation. They hear the music. But if you know a system's going to run for the, like 20, 30 years and you don't have to touch that's it. That's the best, man. Yeah, you maintain it. You maintain it twice a year. Just get yep. the person to come out, maintain it. Yep. Just change the filters. Make sure it's all good. Clean yep. it. And it's really nice when you've got a client that knows that. They're aware of it. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'll weave and turn and make myself accommodating to what needs to happen. But like we'll do our best to make it happen. That's why you stayed in the business this long and doing well. That's right. Uh, let me get the 12 questions here. Mike Fairless here. Pra- Praxis Building Group. IG Praxis, Praxis Building and www.praxisbuild.ca uh, and info at praxisbuild.ca. That's right. That's it. I love the name. I told you I love the name. 905-580-MIKE. Oh, I don't know if you want to give it a number. You can tell. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah what was it? 905-580-MIKE. I've had the same number since I was 16 years old. I love it, man. Yeah. what is your favorite construction word oh i went over this yesterday with my guy evan um oh i had some good ones damn it you didn't write it down i didn't call him (laughs) i should eh will he answer call him i will don't worry okay 
stupid. <laughs> I had all these questions. Yep, this is going to be good. He's got a good memory, too. Should answer. Hello? You're live. <laughs> what? What's up? You're, you're live right now. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> Remember yesterday we were driving back and we were going through those 12 questions? Yeah. You got a better memory than I. Well, well what is the... Your favorite construction word. What's your favorite construction word? I can't remember. I don't have a better memory than you. <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, you're no good to me. <laughs> yeah, we did. I think it was. Uh, I, 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 no, your least favorite was sure. Oh yeah, least favorite was sure because it means sure. It's just like it's a fuck off. It's like. a fuck off. Yeah, it's like who knows, right? Um, my favorite construction word. Your favorite word is probably yes. I think my favorite construction word would be. See, it's sound. I know sound. Favorite construction sound. Word. Jeez, I don't know. There's, There's no favorite one. construction word? Hmm. Level. Level, Level. over plum? Yeah. Level over plum. Level over plum. Least favorite tool? Least favorite tool? That would probably be my least favorite tool. Pry bar. Pry bar. What's what's it? It's Evan on the phone. Yeah, it's Evan. Yeah. What's what's Evan? What's Evan's least favorite tool? What's your favorite tool? Uh, least favorite tool, Evan. What are you guys? Dewalt. Um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. We're both. Yeah, a little bit of everything. So, what least favorite Milwaukee tool? What's that? Least favorite Milwaukee tool. Oh, uh, the sawzall. Yeah, the sawzall's garbage. Their sawzall is garbage. They built the the, the sawzall it. brand off of that. I know it's not very good. Their new one is not very good? No, their uh, Dewalt's Sawzall and Chop Saw, no one can compare to it. Well, I like the. Didn't Dewalt have the four way blade on the Sawzall on their reciprocating saw? They, yeah. You could put it four different ways, right? Yeah. On the that, I thought that was kind of cool. My least, my least favorite tool is a post hole auger. Yes. Definitely. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't one. like the pry bar, it hurts my back. The pry one's bad. Uh, construction sound you love? Oh, that's a trowel with cement. Love that sound. Yeah. What's what's Evans <laughs> since he's what's on the phone? Uh, oh, you know what Evans is? What Evans? Steel beam landed on a post. Yeah, right where it needs to be. It's almost yeah. like Big Ben. Just oh, kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you got that thing on a boom and it just lands and it goes ding ding and you go flush. You're probably thinking, "Is there a new pope? There's a new pope." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite beverage? Favorite beverage? Well, Evans is a beer for sure. What beer? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to ask me that. Uh, I don't know. Is it Czech Bar? Is your favorite? That or Heineken. That or Heineken. Heine. Yeah. Mine? G GNS. Gin and soda. What ter uh, sorry, what's the worst and best part of construction? Best part is the reveal. It's the absolute the best yeah. part. Um, the worst part? When they tell you they're going to have a barbecue for you. And they never do? And they never do. <laughs> they tell you that at the reveal? I'm not going to mention names. <laughs> Pretty much every single one of them. Is that the same for you, Evan? What's the uh, worst part for you? The worst part is just uh, people that are hard to please. You know, you can bend over backwards for 
never good enough. That's construction. Yeah. That's construction for sure. You're gonna get. We don't get hung up yeah. on it anymore, though. No. 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 We've you learned from that. We you down. roll with it. Yeah. Do, like he said, do your job. Move on. Favorite curse word. Favorite curse word. Yeah, of course. That one's been shared a lot on the show. Uh, yeah, it also spells 2868 on the phone. <laughs> Favorite vehicle in the entire world, any mode of transportation? Porsche 911 Turbo 92. Oh, 92. Bad boys for life. Yeah, that's right. That's a good one. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What's Evans? What's yours, Ev? In black? Uh, in black. I don't know. I'm not much of a car guy. Trucks. I like my trucks. Who's what's the what's the flavor these days? What's the flavor of is truck? It, you like? Is it a, a Ford or is it? Uh, well, I'm driving. 50. I haven't I haven't tried that many others, but I uh, wouldn't mind a nice uh, Chev. He likes the Chev. Yeah. I'm a Ford guy. I got an F250 6.7 Power Stroke diesel. Eight foot bed or six, uh, six, six foot, six and a half. Yeah. But a crew cab, like a crew cab, yeah, yeah. family truck. Because it makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Uh, what do you guys miss from your childhood? Oh, we came up with this already, didn't we? Yesterday. Uh, carefree. carefree. Yeah, that was it. Carefree. I agree with that one. Yeah. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt one day? What profession other than your own? I'll answer this one. I wanted to be a, a heavy machinery operator. Any big toy? Crane. Crane. Yeah. Not now. I wouldn't want to climb up that high. There's a demand for it. They need more. Yeah. They need more. What about you, Ev? I don't know. Something, someone that, uh, that travels a lot for work. I don't, I don't necessarily know which field, but... Uh, yeah, he does like, like traveling. I'd like to travel more. Yeah. Uh, politician. Politician, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not that type of traveling. <laughs> what, <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? Garbage, man. That's so gross. What's Evans? Uh, I used to want to be a demo guy, but I don't think I'd want to be a demo guy. No, man, you get hurt. Uh, yeah, you get hurt. You get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about what you wouldn't want to do? Uh, I would say de- I'd say demo. Like, I used to love it, but I think that's one of those things that's changed with, with my age. I, I, I can't I do I agree. Like do a demo. I totally agree. I, I couldn't I, get out of demoing fast enough, man. I know, same. Hire the crews, let them I do it. I used to go there, tell them what to do, and be like, Gone. see you later, I'm golfing. Gone, see you later. <laughs> Last question. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? Oh, we said this one too, didn't we? The bar's that way. Yeah, the bar's that way. <laughs> There's definitely a bar up there. What can I get you? Said, what are you having? <laughs> what are you having? <laughs> Thanks, Evan, for jumping on the call real quick, man. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. It was good talking to you. All right, take care. Bye. Thanks, Mike. That was oh, great. Oh, Thanks so much. Show. He's like, He's actually one of my... Best friends as well. He's one of the two guys you were talking about? And we all screw up together. Yeah. So yeah. you guys just get along. We get along. You so read well. each other's language without even speaking a word. Yeah, he's got high re- we've got a high respect for each other. Good. That's what's important. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You got a, you got a solid business, bro. You, Thanks, you're man. doing really well. So it's like you got you got some good projects coming down the pipe as well, too. Yeah. 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 It definitely slowed down though. Yeah, of like course. Everyone we all that. saw that. Yeah. We all saw that, yeah. right? But you know what though? Like I said, structure, it's like Everyone's making their money. Everyone could okay. ride the storm. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And, and it's not as crazy. Like, it was stressful. It was stressful. It was too stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was reading the same thing. Like, oh, my God. I got a guy who works in the insulation company, Avon Insulation. 
good buddy of mine, and it's like five in the morning till six at night, all day long, nonstop, nonstop, calls, oh, calls, 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 calls. and then increases. Yeah, of course, because he has to. And the insulation he's and drywall hit. is getting hit hard. If he doesn't increase, he's not going to make money. Yeah, well, of course. He's it's not go a hobby them. anymore. No. no. You can do a favor here and there. Yeah. But they're specifically for certain people. That's right. Not for everyday clients, man. That's right. It's still a business. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Awesome. Uh, again, let me do it one more time. IG, Praxis Build, www.praxisbuild.ca, info at praxisbuild.ca, and the phone number 905 580 Mike 6453. That's it. Thanks so much, man. We're out of here, Angelina.